Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Love Essie, the podcast. This is episode 54, season two. Yeah, I'm probably going to say that because, you know, I'm all excited about season two. And at some point, I'm going to forget to say that. And, you know, well, whatever. Anyway, welcome back, guys. Um, it's another week. <laughs> um, if you have watched the news, things have happened. Um, as y'all know, I live in the United States of America. Um, and there was an attempt or a coup attempt. And, uh, yeah, it, it made last week full of, what are the words? <laughs> anxiety, stress, um, exhaustion. Yeah, it was a lot. So I noticed I didn't read a whole lot. I mean, that doesn't mean I didn't read at all. Imagine how I was like, guys, I didn't read anything. And I'm here to tell you I didn't read anything. Like, no, I managed to read some things. I just didn't manage to read a lot of things. Um, usually I'm a weirdo and I'm reading like four to five books at the same time because I'm odd like I'll start the one thing I do no I was gonna be like I don't read historical like multiple historicals at the same time I lied I do I tried not to because you know dukes there dukes here dukes everywhere you get confused which duke is which <laughs> which you know what I mean but anyway all I'm saying is, as opposed to reading like four to five, six books of different romance subgenres at the at the same time, I think I really got through three, two. I mean, I completed two books, which is you know not bad, um, but I wasn't like multi multi juggle read. That's not a term. It is now, um, as I normally do. Um, so this episode, I was all like, what am I going to talk about? And then I had an idea, but then I didn't finish the second book of my idea. I mean, I'm, ugh, I'm a little over half, but I did finish the first book. So um, I'm talking to you guys about age gaps this week. And specifically age gaps where the... Um, main character who is older is not the man yes yes age gaps where it's not a creepy old man um don't get me wrong i've read age gaps where the guy is older and it's not bad but that's also not you know i feel like that's not revel no revolutionary is the wrong term and with everything going on oops my bad i'm sorry sorry friend sorry no revolution I feel like you can take, and by you, I mean the authors who are brilliant and write for us, can take this, you know, trope or concept and really do cool and interesting things with it when the older party is the woman and not the dude. Um... And so that's what I'm going to talk about, okay? So you're probably wondering, like, well, what book is she talking about? Like, is she going to tell us? Is it going to be, like, 27 minutes in and we still don't know the book? No, guys, I'm going to tell you, of course. So the book is If She Says Yes by Tasha L. Harrison. Now, I also kind of want to... Um, 
what is the self-flagellate a little bit right now just 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 because i've been following tasha on the twitters you know on the thing the social medias for for a while uh and yet and and this is not the only book of hers i own (laughs) but as as many of you who read know you often buy books by authors you are excited about and then you stupidly don't read them and then they just sit there on your kindle or your shelf or both and um or you know your ibooks your kobo books your notebooks your google play book there are so many places where you can have books that you have purchased and yet and yet (laughs) you don't read them because you know um we got problems what can i say um oh sorry sorry i've got problems let me not try and make it seem like this is a you know um l- j- j- let me just speak of myself so yes i had owned Z said book and i there's I, I have others of hers but but i hadn't read them i don't know what i was waiting for honestly don't know i'm a dumb dumb uh, stupid stupid <laughs> not smart um idiot you're probably like wow negative self-talk what is happening here don't worry don't worry it's the atmosphere no anyway so back to you let's get back on track guys if she says yes by tasha ella harrison and oh my goodness is this good oof oh you know when you eat something and it just hits all the right notes your taste buds are happy and they're so happy that that joy just spreads you know like it spreads outward from your mouth (laughs) to the rest of your body your arms feel happy your legs feel happy everything feels happy that my my darling my darling listeners that is this book it is mm, delish it's a little short and i say that as in it's not but i wish it was longer (laughs) because when you're reading something that you're enjoying so much you want it to like just go on forever of course the author is like sweetheart i'm not gonna write forever that's absurd so of course it has an ending but which is fine because that's realistic and this is not some weird world where i can just be like hey Tasha, what are the next seven chapters of, you know, Darcy and Tomas's story coming? And she's like, girl, they're on the way. She's gonna be like, girl, what the fuck? Bitch, the book is done. I'm gonna be like, I know, but maybe if you ever want to just, I don't know, revisit? She's probably gonna be like, no. And I'm gonna be like, okay, I'll just go reread. Um, But yeah, um, loved it. Now you're probably like, okay, tell us more, tell us more. So if she says yes, our two main characters, right? We've got Darcy McFarland, um, and then we've got Tomas Martinez. And yeah, guys, I'm Spanish, so I'm going to say it like Tomas Martinez. I mean, I could be like, Tomas Martinez. (laughs) Girl, bye. It's going to be Tomas Martinez every time I say his name. Anyway, these are your two main characters. Now, Darcy is older than Tomas. Not by like five years or ten years. 
the age gap is significant in this book. It's 23 years. And you might be going, bitch, what the fuck did you say? Did you just say 20? I said 23. Darcy is 55. Tomas is 32. And so here's the thing. If this was flipped, right? And Tomas was 55 and Darcy was 32. I don't think I would have read it. Uh, quite honestly, I would have been like, don't care. Don't want it. Keep it away from me. Um, Although, you know what? I, I just straight out lied to you guys. Because if it was flipped the other way around and Tasha L. Harrison wrote it, I would be like, well, not really my cup of tea. But I don't know what she's going to. She might just give me something that I didn't know I needed, that I didn't know was going to feed a part of my soul. So if she wrote it, I would give it a chance. But if it was other authors or a new author to me, I'd probably be like, hey, girl, bye. Um, ooh, my neighbors are, or not my neighbors, someone driving by is blessing some music and having some fun in case you heard something. Anyway, but no, in this case, Darcy is the older woman, right? And Tomas is the young man. And it's like, hmm, hot sexy times. Um, and we get hot sexy times. Who, girl, do we, oh, mm, do we ever? It is. And they're hot sexy times. I think in a previous episode, I said something. Okay. I don't know if I said something about like mm, masturbation scenes, eh, whatever, or if I imagined that. Anyway, if I said it where I was like, well, they happen, but I'm not the biggest, like, whatever about it. Well, actually, no, I, I if I said what I think I said, I'm going to stick with that point. When the when they are together and masturbating together, I'm like, well, OK, fine, I guess. But that is not, like, one of the things I'm like, ooh, exciting. Now, if they're apart and either of them is like, Jesus, I can't stop thinking about this other person. Then I'm like, ooh, yes, girl. Oh, yes. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> Do your thing. Um, so, yeah. But anyway, let me digress. These two characters, right? She's older. He's younger. Here's what I guess even more interesting. So Tomas is her son, her only son, because she's a, she only has one one child. Tomas is her son's best friend. <laughs> yes, this is not best friend's older sister, best friend's younger sister. This is best friend's mom, <laughs> and it is done so fucking well, so fucking well. And I say this because it is done in a way that I think shows us she the tasha is showing us the reader how a relationship that from the outside if you just hear older man or hey i'm stupid older woman younger man and younger man is you know best friends with her son you're probably going what in the skis ball the fuck are you talking about right you might be like oh i don't know about that that's mm, mm, mm. But here's the thing. What we get, right, is not like some creepy like, and she groomed him. No. When the attraction and 
all of this is acknowledged. He is a 32-year-old grown man. Okay, he's not not 19. He's not 21. You know, none of that. He's 32. His best friend, her son, is getting married. So they are not, him and his friend, her son, aren't children, right? At all, right? And she's 55. And they're both successful business people. Actually, they're both, they're, yeah, they both have their own businesses. Sorry. Um, so they're meeting when they are meeting and acknowledging you know well more it's like Tomas has been in love with her forever and then she's kind of like wait wait me but i'm old but i'm but me um anyway when that is happening these are two adults who don't have some crazy power imbalance that you're going how can this work out and one of you holds all the power and the other one holds nothing that's not what we're getting we're getting two people who yes from the outside you might go how's that gonna work she's 55 he's 32 how's that gonna work right like what if he wants kids i mean i feel like that's something you would have thought about right if you know you want kids are you really gonna be like let me have them kids with my best friend's mama who is past the age of childbearing no and you know what even then adoption exists surrogacy exists and they successful business owners they got money they ain't poor but regardless they are in a place where they can meet as equals or as close to equals as is possible you might say well Esther, she's 55 she has 23 years of life experience on him there can never be equality there and i disagree with you you're probably going Esther. we didn't disagree with you you're bringing this up yourself fine let me play devil's advocate right oh my god but 20 years 23 years of experience can't, can't be equal yes and no right um has darcy lived more life than thomas yes i mean the numbers they do not lie but that does a let's start off with darcy now is going to know so much more of who she is what she wants what she is willing to accept what she is willing to put up with and what are non-negotiables in a way that a woman in her early 20s in her mid 20s in her late 20s in her early 30s mid 30s later you get the picture won't or might not because she has lived so much quote-unquote life right she has raised a child uh, was married to a cheating bastard uh look yes she has baggage but again who doesn't um and she can at this point in her life she's going to be making the decisions that are best for her as a as a person as an individual without necessarily walking away from something because of what others may think or all the all of the other stuff that tends to sort of stop people in their tracks from going after what they really want and then settling for something else because you know and then they list the reasons so, so, you know whatever so 
Tomas is getting a relationship with a partner who knows herself probably in a way that women his own age don't um who maybe has seen certain relationship pitfalls and or experienced them firsthand and now knows how to navigate them how to uh communicate through those issues in a way that again someone who is younger won't so there there's that to think about right then we flip to the oh but like this little great for darcy well what about thomas this is the woman that this man has been in love with pretty much his whole life um for if this is how do i put this the way this is written at no point do i get the feeling that tomas like didn't ever go out and try to experience life like he's not a virgin he he wasn't like literally sitting in a corner of a room praying for her to look at him he lived his life you know when we start the book we get the feeling that like he you know has a huge crush on her and definitely wants to sleep with her because duh and it isn't until he's you know really spending time with her that both we the reader and him the character are realizing this isn't really just about the sex like it there's feelings involved um and he's kind of like but this can't go anywhere so let me stop being ridiculous because i'm being ridiculous because this can't go anywhere and of course you know that's not how feelings work anyway but he is getting a what he's always wanted so i don't see him being upset he he is um he's a submiss he's sexually submissive and that works with him and darcy so as opposed to opening himself up to someone who's going to downplay that side of him or completely ignore it or misunderstand it um he's now with a partner who understands and is willing to give him what he needs in that regard and you might be like well how's that a big deal because here's a, let me be you know a, a dickwad what if they don't get together and he ends up with some woman who is his age but she doesn't really understand all of you know what his um sexual needs are and then what he has a mediocre life with her maybe they get divorced and in the back of his mind it's always like well there was darcy but i didn't go after that because we're not the we're not the right age and da, 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 and all blah 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 blah. Not to say again that it's not like hard, but I don't know. I very much was like, yes, I want to see this flourish and work because again, I feel like we get to meet them and they get to go on this journey together when they aren't. Um so far apart in positions of of life and power and all of that like there isn't that like oh well great darcy holds all the cards and poor is jumping to do her bidding we don't get that we don't get that because that's not who these characters are and it's not where 
Tasha's like, this is where you meet them, right? Which I think is also why this works so well. Like, because she wrote a story of two people who, you know, think that it's just about, you know, the physical. And then the feelings are like, <laughs> stupid. We were here hiding underneath the jizz. <laughs> um, and then you're like, oh, yes, I want this. Um, now, another thing that really, um, really sort of was like whoa for me oh whoa i'm saying this like it was whoa the everything was sparking but whatever um one of the things that i think this book also does is create the conversation or at least the space to have the conversation of you know what like love especially romantic love and and passion and desire um look like for women once they're over quote unquote a certain age right darcy's 55 her son her only son anyway her son is getting married when we start this book like he gets married in the book um for a lot of people not a lot of people culturally the idea that the mother of the groom is now about to have her own romantic relationship or that she desires you know sex or any of those things is like oh girl what no bye like she's a mom and she's soon gonna be a grandmom and that's it that's it i mean menopause hasn't menopause hit her oh yeah mm, sorry uh i guess i should say there are content warnings for mentions of miscarriage as well as mentions of cervical cancer but i digress this book and i feel like when you see age gaps where it's the woman who's older and the man who's younger are great entry points in the conversation of like women like men deserve romantic love are worthy of romantic love um should have romantic love when they're 50 when they're 60 etc um especially if their previous partner has passed away or worse been a cheating piece of shit etc 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 and assuming or not assuming but this sort of notion of like well uh, that's all over for you now you know that that part of your life is over but the question now begins why why do we automatically have the feeling of like well that part of their life is over um i also feel like i've been thinking a lot about this because um i started watching golden girls because i'd never actually seen the show oh what did i start watching it on hulu maybe september maybe october i don't know it was at some point um in the summertime uh, because i listened to a podcast called the read and kid fury from the read and also crystal always talk about golden girls and i've seen you know memes and stuff like that and everyone talks about betty white but i never actually watched the show so then i was like wait it's on hulu and i have that thanks to spotify so let me watch it and watching that show right watching betty um white as so sorry the characters rose nyland uh dorothy's Bornack, sophia Bertillo, and blanche Devereux. um be women having romantic relationships having sex having one night stands 
living their lives right regard you know regardless of their age or not regardless like acknowledging that just because you reach 50 55 60 65 etc that that doesn't mean that that is the end of that it can be if that is what you wish but that doesn't mean that it is the case or you know i feel like previous to watching that show and again i don't read a lot of age gap but especially after reading um if she says yes it definitely has me think of like yeah like what is it with thinking that once you hit a certain age or certain milestones are are passed as in your son is married or your son you got grandbabies on the way that suddenly your or not your romantic notions and ideas are just well i don't know about that like just you know just go out with your girlfriends and hang out with your friends and drink some mimosas or some whiskey or what like what like like what and so reading this right we get such a really i think wonderful siren road um we get such a wonderful look at this woman darcy who is who makes the choice that she wants you know this future with tomas she's going to go for it um and i really really was like oh oh this is good this is very good because yeah i think that's something that we still are like oh right because for example no one blinks an eye well i'm 15 years ago a dude who's 62 marrying a 20 something year old 30 something year old was still gross but people didn't talk about it as much or maybe maybe i was just young and didn't pay attention anyway now we kind of that sort of seen as like it, it happens i mean depending on the age gap it does get real like now we get real like grossed out we're like ooh, what the actual nasty um so but it's common and it's expected that men even when they're old are gonna have younger women right are going to be in romantic relationships but when we flip it and it's the woman we don't see it as much and when we do it's a lot more or at least it felt like it'd be like oh that's so weird or so wrong or whatever um that double standard of like ooh but she's too old for that but she's a grandmother but and it's like okay but she fell in love so so but um so yeah this i like i as i said i really really enjoyed it um and it's the other thing that i really enjoyed right because there isn't like weird manipulation where i'm like oh no they're using their position or their power like because there isn't this crazy power imbalance between darcy and thomas we don't have this like at any point like miscommunication that you might think is like manipulation of some sort like these are no we don't get that i love that thank you so much because sometimes you know at least when i've read books where the hero is significantly older than the heroine i'm like dude did you have to do that i don't like you what am i reading 
Um, and I really, I mean, she's, she's a very good writer, so I don't think she would do that ever. But in case you were worried that that might happen, it doesn't. Now, I'd also mentioned that there was another, I was going to be a lot like, the age gap, like, romance episode. But then the other book, thanks to the world, I didn't, you know, fully finish. Um, but I've, I've gotten through a good chunk of it. Um, and the other book is Crashed Out by Tessa Bailey. Now, this is different. <sighs> okay, these are both contemporary books. They both have an age gap. The girl, the woman, is older. Here's the thing. In Crashed Out, it's a seven-year difference. She's 30, he's 23. And yes, that's an age gap, but they're kind of sort of in the same generation. Like maybe he's a Zoomer and she's a millennial, maybe. Or maybe she's like on the cusp of millennial Zoomer and he's a Zoomer, don't say. But it's not a huge age gap, right? Like the other one is 23 years. Like she doesn't have kids his age. It's impossible, literally. Um, not the case in the other book. Um also very very hot and very very raunchy so if you're looking for like you know steamy romance you know not romance where you're like and they faded to black bullshit but like steamy both of these books both of them yes and like (sighs) darcy and thomas oh my oh my oh my 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 um what was I going to say? I lost my train of thought. Oh, huh. well, look at that. Well, look at that. Oh, let me share with y'all. <laughs> I wrote it down in my notes. Um, so let me share with y'all. <laughs> Some of my, there are two, like, f- section, two lines, really, that really, I was like, bitch. <laughs> I think I, like, cackled, but I was like, hot damn. The first one, right? Jared speaks, and then we hear Tomas's inner thoughts, so you don't get fully creeped out. Mom, are you saying that you're a cougar? Again, this is Jared speaking. Now we're going to hear what Tomas immediately thinks after Jared says this. Please say yes. Please say yes, and I'll be your cub. I was like, bitch, if you don't, sir this man being all like oh say yes that you're the cougar and i'll be your cub i was like oh my god stop it <laughs> oh and then the other one was th- this is uh, we're in tomas's head he's thinking something <laughs> and i'm not gonna say what else because you'll get it from what i say was this the feeling monks were after had i found enlightenment in darcy's pussy First of all, um, first of all, enlightenment in pussy and not just like, I love, first, I love it because what a way to make it clear to your reader how fucking fantastic and wonderful and magical and out of the world, out of this world, the sex is by saying, you know, that what was happening was possibly you know what monks go out and search for um and also the the irony there because monks don't have sex so does that mean they're not going to find it because (laughs) they're not in her pussy um but i love the like 
it's got humor um the characters i really liked again like i said i wanted it to be longer but i wanted it to be longer because i was enjoying it so much so of course by the time i got to the end i was like but 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 they want more but that's just me being like a greedy reader oh that's not me saying the book is incomplete nah i'm just a greedy bitch who's like you could just fill it with more shit um but then who knows maybe if she'd filled it with more shit it wouldn't have been such a good story and i'd be like well it was okay but it wasn't great so i'm gonna take that back i mean yeah i'm gonna take that back it's perfect as it is me saying i bet more is just me being stupid okay um because it is good very very good as is does not need more again hot Ooh. Mm. it opens up with him jacking off in an airplane bathroom guys <laughs> yeah yeah you might be like spoiler listen if you click on amazon and you click on look inside literally page one page uno one al comienzo like so sorry oh and as i was saying crashed out i feel like isn't i mean again it's an age gap but it's such a not a massive age gap it's a much narrower age gap seven years so i think it's more a question from what i've read so far i think it's more a question of like in oh the two characters it's sarge and jasmine it's more jasmine who's 30 being like this is wrong because again what does society say right it's totally perfectly acceptable expected you know fine if a 30 year old man is with a 23 year old woman no one bats an eye no one says anything that's just life we just go "Mm, yeah mm, makes sense but a 30 year old woman with a 23 year old man it's like well girl oh and she he is her best friend's younger brother so that is the the oh in both cases sorry it just came to me in both cases these people are falling in love and they do have um their connection is someone's relative right for jasmine this is her best friend and her brother for tomas or no let me keep it the same way for darcy this is her son's best friend so these aren't what's also i think interesting there which probably adds to the conflict is that these aren't people who are falling in love with people with these big age gaps that they like met in a bar or at a restaurant or at a conference you know because these books were in pre-pandemic because we don't have those now (laughs) um these are which then i think sorry you're probably like where is she going with this but i think what's really interesting right of course you have that added layer of like what will this person that we both have a very important relationship with think right because in darcy and tomas's case it's like this is her son and that is his best friend so this isn't like you know my co-worker's cousin's neighbor's mom where it's like well my co-worker might be uncomfortable because but like it don't matter this is literally like this is my best friend this is my son this this is how we know of each other how we've met and if things go south 
like what does he do because he ain't cutting off his mom but is he gonna cut off his like you know that's kind of the the big conflict like do we run the risk of ruining such vitally important relationships and in sergeant jasmine's case right jasmine is best friends with sarge's sister and that's his sister right and that's his sister's best friend so like if shit goes left like what happens there but i also think that what's i you know in my head i'm thinking the relationships that they have with that person that's sort of the linchpin might also be what allows them to end up seeing each other in a light that is different because a would they be around each other at all or in any way shape or form if they didn't have this person in common i mean in sarge and just jasmine sorry sarge and jasmine's case is a little again the age gap is not so huge they could have met at a bar they could have you know just met wherever um because i'm sure he you know he's 23 but he's described as like looking you know gorgeous and all this nonsense so it's not like he would you know it would be totally out of the blue that they might have randomly met at any sort of thing going on like they would definitely be possibly running in the same circles or doing similar things Thomas and Darcy is is different in some ways in that respect I think that you know it's a 23 year age gap like she's pro like he's doing things the 30 year old men do and she's not probably doing the thing like no like so where would they run into each other how would they ever come across each other but then you think to yourself but they are both business people they both she sells real estate he works in as an architect so technically speaking they could have met you know running in the same circles maybe like i mean they live when we start the book they live in different cities chicago and charleston so it's not like they're you know close but i do think that would allows for the in this case for both of these younger men one of the ways in which their feelings do blossom and grow is proximity to these two women due to their relationships with the sort of linchpin person which for Tomas it's his best friend and for um Sarge it's his sister so I do think that that is again not to say that you can't and don't have age gap romances where you know you just met I feel like I feel like a few years ago I read one of those like age gap romances that then turned out to be a cliffhanger with like seven parts so i didn't finish it because i got annoyed um but they had met um at like a beach resort like she had been her friends had forced her to go on some vacation or whatever and they had met and then later turns out or no maybe i did finish that book maybe that was month all book anyway then he like shows up in her hometown because he's actually they're buying out the company she works for and all this jazz she's older and he's younger yada 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 um and so that's where it's like strangers but so then the conflict is i mean there's still the like what will people think but it's not like what will this person that means so much to us and who we don't want to lose that relationship with 
think and how do we navigate that so yeah i really like i I will reiterate really enjoyed if she says yes um it is very good and you will enjoy oh i've uh, completely forgot to mention um if she says yes our uh, both our main characters are uh quote-unquote people of color darcy mcfarland is a black woman and tomas martinez i mean if it didn't give it away that he was some kind of spanish well guess what he's mexican-american <laughs> um in case you were like i thought he was no girl um which i was like mm, yes yeah um and then sarge from what i can tell is just a random white dude but jasmine is dominican so you know the more you know um but yeah i really i want i know going forward um age gaps that tasha writes i'm gonna read them because this was very good um at the end of this book there's like uh, i think a glimpse of the first chapter of another book oh what is it called of course when I need my brain to remember, I forget. Um, ah, it's expert of a taste of her own medicine, which I'm pretty sure I own. Um, and that is also, I think, an age gap where she is older and he is younger. Um, so I'm like, mm, okay, I think I will have to take a look. Yes, but yeah, if you have not read her, please go out get her stuff read it because mm, yes if you have read her tell me your favorites share with me like what are your favorites um she is absolutely lovely um and i say this not because i've met her but because i follow her on instagram and twitter and i really like following her she's also really really like good at saying shit that needs to be said and i really appreciate that but yes i really like and i liked how she brought charleston to life i've never been to south carolina guys i could pick it out on a map if you if my life depended on it i know it's somewhere south of washington dc that's about all i can tell you (laughs) and north of atlanta that's about it it's somewhere in there and I think it's on the coast. I'm pretty sure it's on the coast. There was a mention, I think, of a beach. Unless I'm lying to myself. Anyway. But she makes it seem so alive and present. So the, 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 what, what is the word? Is it world building? Or the scenes? Yo no sé. I think it's world building. It's really well done. Um, it feels very... like i was gonna say lush is that what i mean lush in the sense that you know you feel sort of the warmth and almost the humidity of the city um (laughs) you feel the moistness sorry guys i had to um you're probably like ew esther and i'm like yes it was moist Mm." um i'm a child yeah there's something about how she describes darcy's home 
the city that just feels very like lush and delicious and warm right which really i think really helps um and darcy and thomas together oh they're just (sighs) i really like them and i was like so i was rooting for them the whole time um so yeah that was that's what the swing is about my friends oh wait i lied one more point (laughs) you're probably like really bitch the other thing that i thought was really um like was touched upon i thought was touched upon really well um darcy's son right gets married and that's obviously a happy occasion like who doesn't want you know when he's getting married to a woman that darcy likes i think brandy's a neurosurgeon so his her son's wife is a neurosurgeon like homegirl she got brains because she can cut into them (laughs) anyway and obviously that's a happy occasion but you know what it also is it can and is a sad occasion and you're probably going girl what because life is changing right this chapter of your child being a single individual has ended they are now in a relationship it's a brand new chapter and i think that we we are shown how letting not letting go but we are shown how these major transitions in life should and must include a grieving moment or process Um, and that's not a bad thing i think that often we hear grief or grieving we immediately think death and we immediately think bad but i feel like what we need to understand or mm, sorry i feel like reading this has helped me to think of it as like major changes mean that everything has changed in some way and it is okay to be sad that things are no longer the way they were even when especially when the you know what's coming next is full of joy that's fine but it is okay to have that sort of moment of like wow this life that i've led for x amount of years or this path i've been on we're now we're at the fork we got to the fork and now i'm going left and that's okay that i'm going left and it's great that i'm going left but i'm saying bye to that path i was on and what all of that entails and it's exciting to see what this you know what's what's going on on the left but it is okay to for at least a little while be sad about the end of something and not the end in uh, dead people (laughs) but the end in the you know your son is starting his own family you know and that's again a glorious and wonderful thing but it is a major change in the relationship 
and being okay with that not sorry not being okay with that taking a little bit of time to get okay with that is okay and I feel like often what we see is this idea that no one takes that time to sort of let go of that of that you know chapter or episode and immediately and and we it's like oh you're just supposed to go from one thing to the other and just be happy and not take time to adjust and I'm like now girl you gotta take time to adjust well you don't take time to adjust that's when the problems come and you know what also just now made me realize um what day are we on Sunday um Saturday night with uh some amazing people from the Twitters um be in her books Allie Parker has a podcast Jess a lady of cheese and Jay Hart Biden Harris we watched um the Princess Diana documentary on Netflix um and something that is so clear in that is that no one ever gave Diana the time to adjust to going from a literal kindergarten teacher to the future fucking queen of England. And as the stress of this massive, and I mean massive change, fucked up her life, there was never anyone in her corner to say, hold on, let's take a moment and focus on letting you know letting go of what was and preparing ourselves for what is coming it was just like bitch why aren't why aren't you prepared you should just it's seamless and it's like girl no it's not seamless it's not seamless at all right and for that situation it's not seamless at all because like dear god can you imagine being a regular degular girl someone who lives with roommates someone who fucking you know literally works with kindergarten kids and then you're supposed to be married to the heir to the throne of like one of the most talked about monarchies in the world not not your country the world and they're just kind of like you should just be ready like from what bitch i wasn't taking no motherfucking queen classes queen to be classes princess princess to be classes like anyway let me not go too far down that but when you don't take that time to sort of be like okay this has ended let's acknowledge it let's be happy let's also be sad let's feel all of the fucking emotions that come with this change and then go forward when you don't do that shit gets shit goes she goes left gets fucked it's a mess and so what we see is darcy being honest about being so overjoyed for her son being married but also being sad because things have changed and again not nothing's bad about that but you have to acknowledge the feelings or if the feelings come back and like bitch no 
So that also I thought was so well done because I think that I don't think I can think off the top of my head of a romance that does that as well as I saw in this book. Um, yeah, I don't, mm, I don't think so. Like, I'm literally like trying to scour my brain and my brain is coming back with like zitch zilch nada no no um just like that guys just like that but yeah no i really 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 enjoyed this book and i realized i've been talking for quite a bit and i didn't even pause so i'm gonna stop here and then i'm gonna come back for gratitude latitude All right, it's time for Gratitude Latitude. I still don't know why I call it that. I mean, I know why it rhymes, but anyway. So, the three things that I'm grateful for this week. Um, So, the first one, you're probably going to be like, really, girl? But I'm grateful that um, when the attempted coup was happening, I was in my house, safe and sound. And I didn't have to worry that I, I or those I loved and cared for could be in harm's way. Um, I really, really am grateful for that because that was mm, not fun um, in any way, shape or form. And so knowing that myself and all my loved ones were safe and sound was really helpful even as i was like wow what the fuck um second thing i'm really uh grateful for this we go from something so profound to something so not profound so sephora has a birthday gift every year right and so this year, I was like, I'm going to get the birthday gift. I think last year, I think I just took the points because I did not like their birthday gift options. This year, they had Laneige products. And there's a lip mask that feels like divine. Like, absolutely divine. And so, it's something that I don't think I necessarily would have picked up for myself. But I'm so glad that I've been introduced to it through um, the birthday gift because I definitely think that I will continue to use it in the future because it just, you know, my mouth, I wake up in the morning, you're supposed to put it on your lips before you go to sleep. And I've always put on like a decent amount of Carmex on my mouth before I go to sleep because one thing i'm not okay with is the idea the concept of chap lips i don't know what that is because i don't allow it to happen um i exfoliate my lips pretty much every day when i shower um like a basic sort of hand exfoliation i wear lip balms all the time like back in the olden days when we worked in our offices and not our homes if i may manage to make it work without any lip products do you know what i would do I would leave my office and go to the Dwayne Reed, which if you're not from New York, just think Walgreens, CVS, pharmacy, shopper, drug mart, yada, yada, and buy. 
I might have 45 lip balms in my house. But guess what? Did I have one on me right then? No. And was I going to go an entire eight-hour workday without lip balm? <laughs> That's ludicrous. Absolutely not. And so I'm always on the lookout for products that are just going to keep my mouth moisturized and moist. <laughs> because, again, chap lips, fuck no. Don't like it. Don't believe in it. Um also, you know, I need products that aren't gonna dry out my lips and stuff like that. So this stuff has been like, I wake up and I'm like, mm, yes, they feel mm, delicious. So really, really grateful for that. Because again, I don't think I would have ever picked it up from Sephora on my own. But now I know that it is good. And so I will continue to get more in the future after I've used the little one that I got as my gift. Um, and then the third thing that I am grateful for. So I you know i'm back in new york and my parents are still in toronto right and it was a little like "Mm." but i'm really grateful that i have access to the technology to keep in touch with them i think that sometimes it's really easy to sort of just be like whatever but the fact that i have wi-fi and a cell phone and a laptop thanks to my job and i think because we were together so recently and now we're apart again i've felt really really grateful to know that i can see them on video calls through google meet and call them on the phone and say hi and talk to them because i don't know how i would be doing if i didn't have access to these you know uh tools um so i'm really you know it's weird sometimes i'm like whatever about my phone and other times i'm like this this contraption from apples this is good (laughs) this is real real good this is this is keeping me sane in more ways than one so yes those are the three things that i'm grateful for this week i have no idea what this new week is gonna bring none of us to because (laughs) um but i'm excited to see what comes and you know, to figure out what else to talk about. Oh, also, um, I will post a link of this in the show notes, but um, I was on Twitter because, of course, I was. It's one of my favorite places to be. You're all like, girl, if you don't, you know, calm down and stop being ridiculous. But anyway, um, I was on Twitter and... uh, Danny underscore Lacey, who um, runs BlackChitLit.com, which is another podcast that you should definitely be listening to if you haven't. Um, She talked about using Google Forms, Google Forms, okay, Google Forms to track your reading. So they have a template that you can then, you know, um, adjust it so it's perfect for what you need. But you basically, every time you read a book, you just fill out the form. And then after, you can get all this cool analytic stuff from it. But just in general, it's like, I don't know. I've been trying to track my reading with Google Reads. Uh, Google Reads, bitch. <laughs> Good Reads. Because I've done the reading challenge now. I think this is my fourth or fifth year. Fourth year. But I'm, I, I don't know. It's not 
it feels like I feel like figuring out like to go into the app and see everything I've read you're scrolling for forever it's not easy to search it's I don't like it so I'm really excited to try this you know google form thing um because I like the idea of having statistics about what I'm reading um so yeah um so yeah I think that's it for this week guys um next week I will be talking again about romance novels because like in case you weren't sure and you were like is season two going to be about something other than romance novels girl bye no it's not it's definitely going to be about romance novels um which ones I don't know um you'll know when I know and I'll know at some point before I record (laughs) madness I know insanity I love it so yeah thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed it it would be really 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 cool if you rated or reviewed it wherever you listened if you're like bitch I'm listening on Spotify so they don't let us do that you right you right you right but if you know you had a few moments and you wanted to click over and just search for the podcast in Apple Podcasts and just just do just you know click the star things I would be really really excited um oh and I asked this last week but also I'm gonna keep asking um what new releases are you excited for this year um because I would like to continue to add to my TBR my TBR full of books that I've bought and paid for and haven't read (laughs) I mean it's what I do (laughs) I'm not a reader I'm a buyer of books (laughs) that's that's what I am and I'm okay with that. I love me, even though all I do is buy books that I don't read sometimes for too long. It's okay. It's okay. Because you know what? You know what? My afterlife is going to be lit. <laughs> I read that somewhere. I don't remember where. Pretty sure it was Twitter. Eh, anyway, thank you guys again for listening. Have a wonderful week. Um, I've been a little bit of a boo-boo and haven't been drinking water. Oops. Um, drink water. Go out and if you can, get sunshine. Um, cause I miss it. I miss the sun. I'm like, son, where are you? The sun's like, I'm here. I'm like, behind clouds? And he's like, yeah, bitch, but here. Anyway, take care. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.